Christian approaches to healing have, naturally, been immensely influential over the course of our history and up to the present day. If we turn back the clock right to the beginning of Christianity, we see that Jesus himself sets a precedent by placing immense value in the power of healing. For him, healing functions as a way to demonstrate the significance of faith. In the Gospels, Jesus performs over 30 healing miracles. He heals lepers, the epileptic, those possessed by demons and the blind over the course of his ministry. In all of these occasions, Jesus makes it very clear that you must believe in his power and have true faith in God if you are to be healed. If you are doubting or sceptical, on the other hand, you will be met with scepticism in return. The message presented by Jesus is unmistakable. Faith is a necessary condition for successful and complete healing. As Jesus says, he who believes in me shall never die. Whilst the majority of Christian believers seek to combine the insights of medical scientists with a spiritual approach to well-being, others have chosen to reject medicine and may view it as an obstacle to their recovery. Jehovah's Witnesses famously reject blood transfusions on the grounds that God is responsible for giving and taking blood and therefore life, and so it is not our place to interfere with the plan he has for us. Faith healers, prevalent in the born-again church, believe that the Holy Spirit has the power to physically heal ailments. In church services, faith healers will call upon the Spirit to miraculously give the blind their sight back, make the infirm walk again, and even cure cancer. The faith healer will use prayer, lay his hands on the sick, or even perform a kind of exorcism, called deliverance, to heal. From the faith healing perspective, if the underlying root cause of the sickness is actually spiritual, then the cure needs to be spiritual too, for instance repentance or trying to build your faith. There is therefore simply no use trying to treat a spiritual problem with a physical cure. This misses the point entirely. And if we push this argument even further, Faith healers may say that using physical medicine shows a lack of trust in spiritual cures, which is probably the reason the patient is sick in the first place. They don't have enough faith. The only sensible solution for faith healers is therefore to rely on and strengthen their faith in Jesus' healing powers without the use of medicine until they are healed. Unsurprisingly, both Jehovah's Witnesses and faith healers have come under attack by secular groups and mainstream Christians alike, on the grounds that rejecting access to medicines which we are incredibly fortunate to have is both frivolous and dangerous. What's more, some faith healers such as Peter Popoff have been exposed of profiteering from their ability to heal by taking large amounts of money from their congregation in return for healing them, whether or not they are really healed. Today, I'm joined by Reverend Jodie Stowell from St Michael and All Angels Church in Harrow. Reverend Jodie is a vicar passionate about her community and seeking gender equality in the church. Jodie, thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. Great to be here. Can I ask you, what is faith healing as you understand it? 
Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because the term faith healing sort of conjures up these images um, in our head, perhaps of the sort of, you know, white suited um, American televangelist sort of idea. Um, so I think, you know, from, from where I'm coming from, I do believe that healing is a part of what the Christian faith has to offer. Um, it would look quite different um, in my context. And what I would always want to do is go back and look at what Jesus was doing in terms of the healing, the, the stories, as you've said, and and have a look at the holistic way in which Jesus was actually dealing with healing. So it's much broader than a cure. So you could say that you see the faith healing exhibited by Jesus and described in the Gospels as quite a different type of healing to what we're calling faith healing. Um, yes, yeah, certainly. I, I've certainly seen um, and be part of uh, situations where I have seen Christians heal physically. Um, so it's not that I would say that, that that doesn't happen anymore. But actually, Jesus himself sometimes didn't and sometimes did. Um, and it was always in the context of a sort of community event or a community experience. So there was a sense that it's it's more about a sort of well-being than a physical cure. So healing is much, much more holistic. It's about the whole person and understanding what the whole person needs in order to be well, um, rather than seeing a physical ailment and treating that particular thing. But I think what, um, what often Jesus is doing is bringing bringing justice into that um, social situation. So there's, there's often kind of an aspect of restoring um, a just social order into a community. So, for example, the story with the lepers, you would be put, you know, literally on the outside of the community because, you know, they didn't want the infection um, to spread. To heal from leprosy in that situation was to restore a person to mm, within their yeah. community. So you would say perhaps that... Um, healing in Christianity is about not simply just physical or even spiritual healing, but almost sort of social, social healing, social spiritual health or something like that. Yeah, so it's about um, things being made right and recognising that we don't just exist as individuals, Mm. but actually the the people that we are and our well-being um, rests not just on how we are in our own d- individual self, but actually on how we exist together mm. um, in a community. You know, there's that uh, phrase, isn't there, Ubuntu, I am because we are. So actually, if you are suffering, then we are suffering. Mm-hmm. And so there's a sense that well people, whoever they are, <laughs> um, can't just sort of sit over here and, and put the unwell people over there and expect that their lives are just going to carry on wonderfully because actually um, human beings are much more connected than that would imply. So what is your view on faith healing kind of as I described it as is sometimes present in the born again church? Is it something that the mainstream church should recognise and give more credence to? I, I think I think most mainstream churches have an aspect of healing you know in their particular practices so certainly within the church of england we have particular liturgies which are for healing you know you'll have healing services that you'll go to um you might use things like oil where people might come you might anoint them you know and and it might be that 
you're praying for a physical healing, but it might be that you're praying for a broader mm. sort of understanding of what healing is for that person. You know, I think it is good for sure that we've moved from the, you know, you're ill because you've sinned and, and God's displeased with you in that way to understanding, you know, the causes of sickness. Um, but I also think it's really, really important that we don't, you know, swing too far in the other direction, that we remember that people actually exist as mind, body, spirit together. And actually those things interact um, so although very often you can find a, you know, a specific physical, you know, um, bacterial or pathological cause uh, for someone's illness, that actually it's not totally beyond the realms of possibility that there's emotional, um, spiritual things going on which interact with those things. I mean, I just wonder from my kind of experiences of witnessing faith healing, I wouldn't say it was necessarily all purely a assessment of their physical condition mm. of course sometimes the faith healer will announce that he wants to heal people who have bad legs or yeah. something and then those people with bad legs will come up and he might not know the individual situation of every person if it's yeah. particularly a large congregation but generally speaking it is a kind of his congregation of people he sees every week he knows well it is part of his community and so I'm sure he does kind of see it as a more broad healing than purely physical especially because his sort of process of actually healing is yeah. is a spiritual process particularly the laying on of hands yes, yeah. it's quite um, intimate as well sometimes so i'm not sure whether faith healing is is necessarily physical i'm suppose i'm saying in in that kind of born again context is it possible that it could be physical spiritual social all those things? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to lump everything together. Um, you know, within the Christian tradition as a whole and within each individual Christian tradition um, that we have, there's going to be a breadth of practice. There's going to be good practice and bad practice for sure. Um, what I'm interested in with that is that um, often the way we see it is it happens kind of very much... Um, you know, in public, there's sort of a razzmatazz about it. Um, and I guess my personality is more drawn towards that slightly quieter expression of mm. faith healing. But I wouldn't ever want to say that that means the rest is, you know, totally to be dismissed at all. Is there some risk in people putting faith in healing? I mean, certainly there is a risk if it's taken to that extreme. Um, there are sectors or organizations that you know decide they're not going to take any medication um, or have blood transfusions and actually that that is their choice you know and, and people make those choices outside the religious context as well for varying reasons um, I guess the difficulty is when people you know people might go they might feel they've been healed um, they might choose to come off medication which they're on and it's not that they're against medication but they want to kind of show that they have faith that they've been healed and I think you know most um, people who are involved with praying you know for healing for people would say don't do that I, I you know I've definitely been in churches where I've heard them say you know if you feel you've been healed that's absolutely wonderful you know and, and praise God for that but don't come off any medication so I'm always heartened when I hear that you know I don't think that Jesus ever said it's this or this and also they didn't have medicine in the same way that we do today and understood things slightly differently um, you know I think it's very much within the Christian faith to to 
you know, thank God for the skills and the, the doctors and the medicines that we've got and to pray for the ultimate healing. Well, that actually leads me quite nicely onto my next question, which is, of course, we mentioned how in Jesus's time people didn't have access to antibiotics mm. and all the kind of knowledge and understanding which we have today. But in fact, we have to also appreciate that there are so many people in the world today who don't have access to medical treatments, um, particularly in kind of majority world countries where faith healing is very popular. Um, there isn't often really an alternative. Mm. So could putting faith in faith healing be a good thing? I guess I, I just, even in that context, I wouldn't want to pit those things against each other. I wouldn't want to say, well, just because we don't have that, therefore, you know, we're going to use this. I, th I think those things should come together. And certainly in those, um, you know, in the majority world, you know, it's a matter of justice that they don't have access <laughs> to the things that they should have access to. Um, so I wouldn't want it to be a case of, therefore, we say, well, we'll go with faith healing um, and we'll just forget about the fact that, that all these people are left to languish in a situation which is actually unjust. And those of us in, the, in this part of the world should actually be seeking justice. Um, and that includes access to things like healthcare, um, education, you know, all those things that, that give people the opportunities to flourish and be well. So how would you then overall describe the Christian view of health and sickness? I think there is a, a sort of sense within the Christian tradition about how we view the issue of suffering. So that actually suffering, although... Um, you know, I wouldn't believe that, that God inflicts suffering or but that actually it's part of the human experience. And so God is with us in that suffering um, and that actually there can be something that comes out of our suffering, uh, which um, which is good. If you see what I mean, it seems counterintuitive, but that actually there are some things which we experience when we're in pain, when we're suffering, when we're sick or whatever, that actually um, teaches us things. And so it's not entirely a negative experience in that sense. We shouldn't necessarily want to sanitise um, suffering. And that that's, you know, in the... You know, in times gone past when they did used to take the people who were unwell and literally put them outside. We don't want to do that because actually we recognise, as Jesus did, that the health and well-being of, of the community is based on the entire community being present. Um, and understanding that sometimes in, in suffering, that actually some of our layers are gone and our experience of God um, can actually be intensified. My last question really was going to ask you what Christianity can offer to people in today's world who are sick and looking for healing. I think ultimately the Christian faith um, offers people hope and it offers them um, an affirmation that actually God uh, is interested in human beings, ultimately to the point of coming as a human being um, in Jesus Christ, so that Jesus knows what it is to suffer. Jesus knows what it is to um, to experience loss uh, through sickness. Uh, Jesus knows what it is ultimately to die. Um, and so, you know, the Christian faith has hope in a God who is like that, who understands all of those things. From the perspective of the Christian faith, you know, d death is the enemy. However, what Jesus did 
uh, was to turn it on its head so that the ultimate healing in the Christian faith is, is re resurrection. Um, and that can only happen actually through the doorway of death. So for the Christian faith, there is hope. There's hope for this life. Uh, there's hope for the life after. Thank you so much for joining us today, Reverend Jody, and for helping us to deepen our understanding of different attitudes to healing here on The Remedy. Before I let you go, I just do have one final question. Music has a therapeutic quality to it, and I know from personal experience can really help make me feel better when I'm feeling down. All religions draw on the power of music and worship and to heal their followers. What piece of Christian music have you found therapeutic in the past that you would be interested to share with our listeners? In terms of a, a big hymn, I love uh, There is a Redeemer, which right at the end talks about, uh, you know, when we will see Jesus face to face. And I think, you know, ultimately that's our healing. Thank you very much.